Welcome to 40 Years of Hip Hop, where we review a thousand songs in the span of 40 years from 1979 to 2019. Before we get into this review, this month we are giving away a 40 Years of Hip Hop t-shirt manufactured by Champion. All you have to do is subscribe to our YouTube channel to have a chance to win. Also check out our t-shirt store. We have a few original tees and more coming out on the way. You like cool artwork? Check out 40 Years of Hip Hop displayed metallic posters. We have released the first five and the collection is growing. Go check it out at display.com slash 40 years of hip hop. And party people, you like the channel? Show your support by buying us a coffee at our Patreon, buyusacoffee.com slash 40 years of hip hop. That would be much appreciated. You can also follow us on our Facebook page, 40 Years of Hip Hop, on our Facebook discussion group where we share a lot of music, at, and you have to search for 40YOHH, that's the acronym for 40 Years of Hip Hop. And you can always follow us on our Twitter page at 40 Years of Hip Hop. Also check out our IG at 40 Years of Hip Hop. You can also check my own IG, my own IG, I mean, at the G-Man 40 Years of Hip Hop. It's spelled T-H-E-G-M-A-N 40-Y-O-H-H. Last but not least, go check out our Spotify playlist page for the Years of Hip Hop to listen to our latest playlist. You can find all these links in the description down below. And remember to watch the live video review of Mr. Mounds on our YouTube channel for the Years of Hip Hop for a different opinion and perspective perspective on the same review that I did. Yeah, welcome back. Episode 47. This is Duck Alert. Bye. It's Marty Mall featuring the great Greg, Greg G from 1988 in Control Volume 1, the Marty Mall album. So for this one, it's a pick of mine, a personal pick. Many reasons, you know, that you'll find out. I mean, I've discovered something that I've been searching for years, a secret fun fact, you know. For originality, twice what makes this original. The song was different from what we were used to in rap songs back then. On Duck Alert, not only does he go for the truth of Marty Ma's radio rival Red Alert and take a shot at Herbie Lovebug, but uh, Craig G does it while dropping more creative rhyme schemes, you know. And don't forget, there was a rivalry that started in the mid-80s for Best Radio Show between Mr. Marjix and Marty Malls and Cool DJ Red Alert's show. And the feud also played out between proxy rap groups, Marley Mall's Juice Crew. These cool DJs were the alert to prove BDP get on production, and it became the famous Bridge Wars. The song also takes aim at Herbie Lovebug, like I mentioned before. Uh, it was the producer known for Killing Place, Salt and Pepper, Kwame, Daniel Day, and many others. Another rivalry in the mid-80s between producers and their super crews for recognition as top charters, you know. This song was simply original overall. Fun fact, did you know that Greg G was only 15 years old when he laced us with these dope solo rhymes on Dark Alert and the Classic Symphony? Wow, that's impressive for a young age. You know, he had skills to be part of the Juice Crew at a young age. For this region, I came out with a 4.25 for originality. As far as delivery lyrics and flow, first point about that. This song's lyrics are on a genius level. 
at 15 years old, man, to be rhyming like this in 1998. Craig G is a gifted writer and lyricist that was always underrated. Just like Master Ace, we were both the stars in In Control Volume 1 to me. Kane and Kooji Rap had more presence and flamboyance. And overshadowed these two great MCs, just like in the Wu Tang, you had Method Man, Raekwon, Ghostface. The charisma and everything overshadowed the other less flamboyant, flamboyant great lyricists in the Wu, you know? Real heads like me recognize skills when they hear it, you know? Back to Greg G. He lays that song with a slow pace and fluid flow with memorable, memorable jabs and punchlines. Although it is officially a Marty Mall album, it could easily be recognized as a Juice Crew album as well, you know. Craig G gets a lot of shine here on that album, and it's also where he first makes use of what will consistently be one of his greatest MC skills, a unique multisyllabic wordplay, a style of multisyllables that was already a growing standard in the industry, in the hip-hop world by that time, and the Juice Crew was leading the way and paving the way in evolving the technique with particularly the likes of Cool G Rap, Master Ace, and Shisha, and Big Daddy King, you know? And they stepped, in, they stepped up the game for, for a lot of MCs. You know? A lot of MCs got influenced by them after they heard that, that symphony track, you know? As a hip-hop quotable for Duck Alert, I got, Yo, this jam is dedicated to you, boy, just listen, take off your coat, get in a fit position, because I'm about to burn you at 4.15 Fahrenheit. You're jealous of the crew, that's why you're staring right. Forget the answer, the situation's obvious. When this is over, let's see who feels the sorriest. You'll be like, damn, Greg, why did you play me yo? And then you realize we're topping rap radio. Cause it's no game, boy, you can't do the work. Molly, please tell us his name. Duck Alert. Think it is Duck Alert. Yo, that's historic, that's memorable, you know? And after this, I got another quotable, you know? After this, I hope you get someone to battle me, but make sure this person has originality. That's right, original, yeah, you heard me. I don't want his beat sounding like Herbie's. Oops, I mean Molly, cause Herb's a beat biter. I don't know where the both of you get the right to. Come in the industry, still someone's property? Yo, that's why I can't believe that. Herbie Love Buck was a biter, a shark biter. And don't forget, the producers at that time were each making their super clique. They had their crews and they were all in competition, you know? So Craig G told us through the jabs at Herbie, you know? Another fun fact, in the early 2000s, Craig G's skills were so recognized that he wrote and coordinated the battle verses used by Eminem and his opponents in the film 8 Miles. And he also wrote the character Dangerous lyrics in 50 Cent's feature film Get Rich or Die Trying, you know. Oh, Craig G, um, a memorable MC. And courtesy of Genius.com for the lyrics. And I give it for the lyrics and flow a 4.25. Production and beat. The beat is chill and laid back. It wasn't the best of Marty Mall, but the hook and scratches were the epitome of the beat. It was a little too repetitive, the beat overall to me, but the scratches and the hook was so ill. And also the voice, the narrative voice. Wait till I finish my part, I'll tell you where it comes from. Notes about producer Marty Mall. We all know Marty. He started as a DJ for Mr. Magic on a radio show, and then he evolved to a super producer that changed the sound of hip-hop in the late 80s. 
Several of his already records feature inventive use of the Roland TR-808 drum machine, a classic instrument in hip-hop history. Just as my man denies the TR-808. Even Big Daddy Kid praises the ability to pair the 808 drum sounds with sample drums. Molly had a way to add a nitty-gritty feel to any samples that he used, either a new or old sample. For the sampling part, that beats contains full samples. You got the Funky President, People It's Bad by James Brown, 1974, a sample that was used more than 913 times in hip-hop, overused, you know, but in a good way. Also, um, ironically, they actually use a sample of Red's Alert's voice to diss him. The good old days of sampling, you could use the artist you're dissing's voice, you know? And this track was He's My DJ, Red Alert by Sparky D featuring Red Alert in 1985. And in also 1987 sample, I got an attitude by Internet for the vocal Duck Alert. That's where the sample comes from. And you have the Basketball Showdown by the Cold Coach Brothers and the Fantastic Five in the 1983 soundtrack of The Wild Style. The Wild Style soundtrack track and the vocals were like, I'll eat your ass up like a steak. Oh, that was an ill line, you know, that was used in the song. And my gem, my jewel, I've been searching for this for years. I found it on a music exchange site. Somebody marked it because in the credits, the sample, anywhere, you never knew where it came from. And maybe that's why it went true because it wasn't clear the right. Sorry, Mr. Marley, I laid out maybe your secret. But the lines that were hearing the guys talking were from Mr. Spark and the Admiral. In an episode of the original Star Trek series, the episode was season 3, episode 16, The Mark of the Gideon. And I put the link, is in the, the, oh, I found the video, the, the episode on Daily Motion, man. And even the script I read before, I wasn't sure. And it's really cool. You, the, the, the voices is like, I don't even remember how this happened. The crew will not understand it. I'm speaking to you from the bridge. These were all Mr. Spock's voice. And then you had the Admiral saying, as your crew suddenly become interested in promoting a war, what happened between us was for us alone. All these are uh, in the chorus that made the song so incredible and memorable. Well, I never knew it was from Star Trek. I never read that, you know, so I've been digging, digging, and digging. And uh, yo, that's a piece of jam. If you didn't know, go check out Gideon, The Mark of Gideon, Season 3, Episode 16 of Star Trek. That's where the narrative comes in the uh, hail track dark alert and for all these reasons crazy old sample for the other samples and for the star trek thing i found it on a website called shakotoyan.net you were talking about star trek and music fans stack exchange.com yo for this that's on the lyric part the production beat i mean i give it a 3.75 Relevance and longevity. Did it spend the time? If so, how? Mm, this one was hard. This is where sometimes it could kill a song, impact, relevance. Relevance, longevity. No, it didn't at all. This track went under the radar. Pure hip-hop purists such as I know this song, remember this song. Many just knew the symphony. While doing my research, 
listening to the track on YouTube and saw in the comments many people discovered this song like in late 2018 because of an Eminem comment that we directed to Craig G and Doc Alert. I think it's with Eminem recent years of stating that real hip-hop with lyrics needs to come back and take over the ring of hip-hop, you know, like the good old days. I definitely agree with Mr. M. Mr. Shady, I've been down with what you're saying. By the hip-hop purist list, at least this track remains in our historical A Thousand Long Songs list. It made it. And, but at least sadly, Relevance Longevity, I only had to go with a 2.75. Now for Powerful Impact. Boom with the canning. Yeah, by the way, I've never... I was wondering what round did score on all these totals, you know? Because since I'm the purist, I came with a purist, a purity level of song, you know, that's on Dispatch. I wonder what Ron did. Go check out the YouTube vlog, 40 Years of Hip Hop, for his review, his own version of that song. And for Impact, let's go. How did Impact with Hip Hop Culture? The Impact 2 wasn't much on Hip Hop, you know, only with pure boom pop fans such as I. This song had an impact in the late 80s and did not survive later on. Many tracks on that album had the same issue. The symphony killed it for the other songs with time. No one remembers sadly how excellent In Control Volume 1 was because of that. The only impact besides the song was Craig G on his long career. He has was one of the best freestyle battle rappers that ever existed. He along, he along with Supernatural, another great super freestyler, had on many several occasions a clash of titans memorable battles. It's something to be seen. If you never go check on Google or YouTube, I mean Supernatural versus Craig G, they clash so many times and oh, this is here. This is what brings the level of hip-hop to another level, you know, the, the superstar freestyle. Not everybody could that, do that. That's why battle rappers are in another league of their own. And that's what brings me to the point, like, one day we have to speak about it. Rakim versus Kane, who's the greatest? Lyrically, uh, Rakim had it all, the craft, the way to work it, but Kane was more alive, had the battle, the punchlines. He could kill someone, you know, with a just lyric. He had a sharp turn, you know. So this is something we'll be discussing another time. So for impact, with all these reasons, you know, oof, I just had to go with a three. It don't sad me. So I wonder what Ron's take on that, you know. For a total of 18 out of 25, I came out with a 72%. So, for the people, what you think about that? And if you never heard it, go check it out. Dark Alert by Craig G on the Morning Mall album in Control Volume 1. So, thanks for listening. Please buy us a coffee, you know, support us so we could do this. We're doing this on our share time. Please support. It will be grateful. And go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check out Mr. Ron's version and all on social media. So, peace in my hearty 5,000. The G-Man is out.